previously on the mortal path. Let's uh, start exploring again. Oh, it looks like I, I did a little foxy wopsy in Red Book. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> the continuing adventures of Nat and Nerium. I think he starts just like shuffling them really well without really thinking about it and then slows down and kind of fumbles them a little bit. But they've never found any of the original residents of the city. No. All right, onwards and upwards. You see this standing mirror, and on it is this disc-like thing that is about the size of, of a small plate. Let me let me take a look. It's got numbers on you it. You got your candle, Nat. Look, everything else we found here has been fine. Oh. I mean, you know, apart from wait, the... almost, almost. Okay, almost oh. everything else. <laughs> almost everything else has been fine. The odds think... are in our favour. And then I poke the bottom one. This blue streak of light shoots out of it and tarot disappears oh i fucked oh. up nice make me a strength check i mean that's not gonna Punching do well the nice. okay. two <laughs> <laughs> d and d a lot of it is doors <laughs> it's like the potion but but sour there is this note that rings out and that you heal for nine hit points and he starts to to strap this armor on, and it it looks like really good on him. Yeah, let's uh, let's move on now. And Terra's just embarrassedly walks out the door. Okay. <laughs> there are these walls that are kind of covered in bits of paper and maps. So there's some kind of protection over this place, do we think? And you see again these these circles, these purple rings with these dark bits in the middle, and you know this very very well. Mm-hmm. Findex, who has come into the room behind you, who has stood sort of next to Taro looking out the window, suddenly takes a half step back and points towards the temple and he goes, something moved. reading this journal and Nerium as you are glancing at the things on the table and trying to make sense of it Findex suddenly points out the window and goes uh, I I think I saw something move I'm gonna hastily stuff this journal and uh, everything else I can find into my bag as I say Findex where how close I, I, I know, I'm not sure it looked like by the temple a glimmer of something like light hitting something Oh, okay. I thought you meant, I thought you meant right here. No, no, I would have screamed. That's a very good point, actually. He would have screamed. <laughs> it probably would have given me a fright. I want to peer. I'm gonna look into the gloom with my looking eyes. Roll me a perception check. Okay, my perception is. I'm just scooping up all the papers. Okay, you just start to like drag these papers into your bag. Are you are you folding them carefully, or are you just like shoving them in? Yeah, I'm kind of like square them up as a stuff here okay i got an eight you squint into the gloom but you can't really see anything that looks like it might be moving or glinting ah still in a dream gloom squinter that's a class in xanathar's i think i think it's gloom stalker (laughs) but yeah no 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 i'm fairly confident i'm right still in a dream gloom squinter (laughs) okay 
Okay. So as you scrabble all these papers into your bag, you can see that some of them are research notes. Some of them are like papers. Uh, there are bits of maps. There are scribbles. It looks like this life's work scattered across this table. You take a couple of things that catch your interest as you're putting them in. One seems to be a blueprint of what you can see is the Arco Crypt. It's just a blueprint. It's just the layout of the building. There's there's no illustration of what's in it. You also find a blueprint of what seems to be the temple. These are things that are kind of tacked to the wall, but as you're taking down the things, you shove them in your bag. Findex has moved away from the window and is kind of standing against the wall and looking a bit nervous. I love the blueprint. I've moved past him in that case because I'd like to have a look out the window and see if I can see. Roll me a perception check. 19. But I don't have dark vision properly. Taking that into consideration, because neither does Findex, you squint out into the gloom and this layer is lit again by these little bits and beams of light it's probably about mid-afternoon so there is still light coming through and very occasionally there's like a little drop of rain that's managed to make its way down through the layers and as you squint at the temple it looks like there's maybe something metallic lying by the the door or not the door but the big archways that lead into the main part of the temple and it maybe looks like it was rocking or moving you can kind of just see that tiny little glimmer of light of metal so it doesn't actually look like it's a person running around? No. I would like to convey that to the group at large. Well, I think that's our next target. I mean, are we going there today? Now? I am not an experienced adventurer, like the rest of you. Um, I know. Uh, we did say that we'd do this place and then head back up for a rest, because the other day was a very long one. Well, I will say that we, we did say it when we thought there were fish people running around. Uh, that's true. And we've only been awake for, what, a few hours? No, I know, but we have to get all the way back out here, and we've got all this stuff now. It, look, it doesn't look like it's that far over there to the, uh, whatever that thing is, the church or whatever. I, I don't suppose it'll take that long. No. I've got to say, I don't like the look of that place. It's weird. Eh, I've seen lots of weird things since we come here. Honestly, a big building is about the least weird thing I've seen in a while. It's, well, yeah. Well, I mean, all right. Like I say, I'm not the experienced one here, if you guys think that's the best thing to do. I think we've cleaned this place out. and we've just, Have we got a room left downstairs that we didn't check out? On the, on the, on the ground floor? I have no idea. Uh, I don't seem to remember that. I think we're good. I think we're, uh, we're clear. I, have, I don't know, honestly. I know, I've got a bit turned around in this place. It feels like we've been in this building for weeks. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the layout's very challenging. And it's like there are loads of rooms here. We just keep going into rooms and rooms and just finding stuff. It's bizarre, really. I know, and it's not funny because there's like one interesting thing in each room so far, except for that last one where there was lots, but we don't know what they do. It's weird, but every time we go in a room, there seem to be a number of things it divides by three. It's very strange, that. Well, not exactly by three. Should we just play the game? Yeah. yeah. It's okay, keep mocking me, it's fine. I'm just I'm <laughs> mentally tallying it up for the next portion of this world you go into, it's fine. Tara walks through a door and is murdered by yeah. a ghost called Steve. Downstairs, TPK. Steve's ghost. Okay, so you guys, are you exiting the house or are you wanting to search the house any further? I want to exit the house. I also want to exit the house. I think we've got a room that we haven't done on the ground floor. I don't remember and also I don't care anymore. Okay, well that's fair enough. I mean, I'm not going to hang around here on my own. If you guys are going, I'm going to follow. 
you guys start making your way down the stairs, are you are you stealthing or anything like that? Tara is not stealthing. I'll make that nope. very clear. No, I don't think I am. So you guys make your way down the stairs. You get to the first floor. You go back down through the corridors and you go down the flight of stairs. One thing that strikes you as you're moving down through the house is that all the doors are closed. Mm. Hang on, did we leave them like that? Uh, did we leave the doors closed? We might have done. Uh, I don't remember either way, to be honest. Vindex, do you close doors behind you? Uh, I tried to remember, but I, I don't know if I did. I don't like that. Well, should, do, should we keep going? Yeah, I think it might be best to be a little bit quieter on our way out. Yeah, I think that might be a, a good idea. Do you think there's another curtain worm? Well, that curtain worm didn't leave. It didn't seem like the door shut in tight, to be honest. You'd know more about that than me, Taro. That's right. I'm known to shut doors. <laughs> All right. Well, no, I mean, you know about magic and, like, fighting things and stuff. Ah, well, actually, thinking about it, I am an expert in shutting doors. I guess you could say I'm a master. God, I can actually believe that. I imagine doors get shut around you quite a lot. No, no, he very accomplishedly swung a door to back in uh, the other realm. Oh, yeah, he did that time. I'd forgotten, yeah. Throwback Thursday. <laughs> right, stealth. All right, yeah, I'm stealthing. Wow. Yubi, you can't just roll the dice when we do things. That's that's illegal. You have an NPC with you. He oh. also needs to roll stealth. That's very good plausible deniability for you there. <laughs> it's almost like you planned it. Okay, what did you get? Nine. 25. 13. You all quieten down as you go down this corridor and you start heading down the stairs into the ground floor. And as you come back into that room that has been all smashed up, Nerium, with your past perception of 15, the one thing that you notice is that that piece of table of wood that Findex put his foot through yeah. is whole again. Whoa! Um, you guys... Wait, stop that. And I just point at it. Holy shit. Yeah, but that's not normal for uh, for for tables, I think. No, especially not tables in rooms that have been completely smashed up. I broke that one, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Well remembered, Findex. He leans forward and he like taps the wood and it's solid you hear that little tunk tunk of his if of his claw his talon his what the hell do lizards have do, do the findex have large talon i guess i mean he'd have those weird little ridged gecko fingers. yeah the gecko thing yeah you there's that kind of tunk tunk as he hands. knocks on it yeah hands did everyone miss my extremely topical reference i did yeah it was a reference to the the, the critical dart it's not a critical darling i guess it's a cult f- I don't think it's even a cult favourite. It's 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 a line from Napoleon Dynamite. Thank you, thank you for listening I've to my film I've actually never blog. seen that film. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, it's not that great. <laughs> Fuck off, Ed. It's very good. I will watch it one day. So, what are you guys doing? Now, what else was in this room the first time we passed through? Broken furniture. Blood! Blood. Is there still blood and broken furniture? There is still blood and broken furniture. Right, you guys, do you remember how we looked out of the window... And we had that conversation about how when you drop something, it doesn't look this tidy after six months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think, you two magic users, would either of you have any idea about whether it's possible to, like, reset 
time? Look, uh, again, I don't really know anything about magic. It's not my area of expertise. We have had magic between us for four days. Well, that makes you four days more experienced than me. Well, that, that's fair. Uh, with my four days of experience, I can confidently say that it, a wizard did it. And ran away, yeah. Yeah. Um, Because we've already been thrown around in space, and I really don't fancy being thrown around in time. Findex. Y- yes. You're still wearing the armor. Yes. You're still wearing the hat. No, he took that off. Uh, I'm. Ga- I. I have my hat, but I'm wearing the cap, the the armor. But you still have your cap, your hat. Yep. He pulls it out and he he holds it out. Let's go to where we found the hat right at the start. Yes. What if there's another one? What if we all get sticky hats? It's a sticky hat. Uh, Never mind. Yeah. Let's find the hat place. Doesn't feel sticky. That was in there, I think. And he points to a room just off the left. I'm not feeling super good about this. I sort of feel like we should just go. No, I think we should find out. Okay, you open the door. Uh-huh. There's no hat in there. What if we. Right, how attached are you to this hat, Findex? I mean, I, I'm happy to give it to you if you want it. Oh, uh, well, okay. My thought is, what if we, for example, my nice shiny new knife, if I cut a slice out of this hat, um, we could maybe see if it heals itself. Sure. I'm not sure it'll do that while you're watching. So far, look, when we break things, they're, they're not healing while we're seeing them. No, that's true. But, like, it'd be interesting to know whether it's a magic that lies on the house or... Objects, because I'm thinking we take the hat with us. Uh. Well, I've just I've got this nice shiny new one, and it's actually it's been it cuts leather like butter. It's beautiful, um, and I will take my nice new shiny dagger with the green gem and go and just slice it so there's a big hole in the middle, a slash through the middle of it. Still in a dream, hat slicer. I also have a little experiment, and I just point my hand towards a bit of furniture, and Eldritch Blaster. Okay, uh, there is this second of silence before this energy just out of Natalia's hand crashes against a broken bit of chair and it explodes into splinters of wood and kind of lies there smoking a bit. Findex, who was looking sadly at the tear in his hat, jumps so bad that he tears the tear more and there's going <laughs> to fabric as he looks over and he goes, what was that? Why? Science. <laughs> well, I'm not sure that was the best idea. Stay frosty, Findex. It's all fine. Was it a noisy Eldritch Blast? Not as noisy as your Thunder Wave, but certainly not quiet. And now we wait. Here? Yeah. Oh, are we waiting here? Well, yes. Let, let's see what happens. Well, I just... I mean, we already know that things heal themselves in here. I thought it'd be more interesting if we saw if they healed themselves of themselves or because they're in a place. Oh, Wait. I know. Everyone out the room. Yeah. All right. Okay. I close the door. Get on the floor. I'm outside the room as well. So you go back into the library room, closing the door to the servants' quarters. Yeah. And then I wait a second, and then I open the door. I was just saying the Benny Hill music is playing in my head. (laughs) Okay, so so we're in the we're in the corridor now. No, no. Now you're in the library. In the library with the lead piping. Yep. You open the door back into the corridor. 
the chair is still smoking at this point. Okay. Why so cool? Did it work? No. I look at the hat. It's still got a big hole in it. Yeah, I think I think we might be getting a bit impatient with this. Why don't we move on and we'll we'll check it again later? I agree. Right. Yeah, I think we should just go. Okay, you guys make your way through the room with the piano, which doesn't... I'm assuming you don't go near it again. Fuck no. Okay, Uh, which doesn't play any more music. And as you get to the room with the portrait in it, the thing that really stands out to you is that the window you guys broke to get in is no longer broken. Oh, that's... No, I don't like it. Yeah. Do we have to go and look at the temple now? Can we not just go back upstairs? I'm... I sort of just want to get out of this this house right now, ideally. Same, same, hard same. Okay, do you want me to, shall I break the window? Can you open it, Findex? I mean, we're in the house, you don't have to break it, right? Oh, yeah, that would make more sense. He goes over, um... Yeah, he, with a bit of effort, you can see, like, definitely, like, it's a bit jammed, but he manages to, like, shove the window up, and it is now an open window. And he steps right out very easily. Yeah, Tara's, Tara's diving through that window, but in like a sensible way. Okay. I'd like someone to help help me out because it's a window and I'm less than three feet tall. Well, make me acrobatics checks to, <laughs> to get out. To a fucking <laughs> flip, buddy. Actually, Findex should make one too. Yeah, he was fine. Uh, okay, 21. Yeah, you easily scoot yourself out this window. <laughs> you have gotten in and out of much more difficult windows than an open one on the first floor. I don't know okay. about that. Do you mean ground floor? We exhaunt. Yes, sorry, I'm doing the Japanese numbering of floors. Oh, it's the American numbering as well. It will be helpful to some listeners. There you go. For listeners at home, if you're listening, this is for the listeners. <laughs> if you're listening. For all listeners out there, we're talking about the floor that's on the ground. <laughs> yeah. As we refer to it in, in the British Kingdom, the ground floor, because it's on the ground. To all those listeners out there listening, why? We're sorry. Right, what are your acrobatics? <laughs> all of us. Oh, it's twenty. It was twenty-one. I know yours. Yeah. We're climbing out of a window. Is this? I had. I made you roll it to get in, my guy. Continuity. It's an open window. It's not like shardy and blood and curts. But I did roll a twenty-one. So, oh, take that you, window, you butt, you butt window, bad. Take that. You very suavely get out the window, muttering that under your breath as you go. It slightly undermines the athleticism. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's fine. It's uh, it's effortless. <laughs> it's like it's like a buttered ferret through a, like a cardboard tube. Oh God! Wow. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for that. Gear references in my D and D. No. Wait, that wasn't a reference. What are you talking about? Uh oh. <laughs> Oh, if you ever want to Google Richard Gear small mammal cardboard tube. Uh oh. Recommend no. perhaps not no. doing that. No. Uh oh. Welcome to the uh oh no. zone. Uh oh. Please save us. Fifteen. You, fucking... 15. you also <laughs> get out the window. <laughs> Everyone's out no. the fucking window. Where are you going? To the temple. Okay. Are we? Are we really doing that? Could we not just go home? Look, it, look, we're here anyway. Let's just let's just pop over there, get a look, and then we'll pop off. I want to hang back as we do that. I'm in the back. Okay, actually, what is your marching order? I'm at the back. Tara's in the middle. I'm at the front, I guess. Yeah, where's Findex at? Findex is probably behind Nat, because I think his last quote-unquote order was to follow. Mm. Cool. I like that Findex is kind of like one of those simple AI. (laughs) (laughs) You you, you issued the follow command, and now that's all he does. That is true. 
You guys make your way down these streets that are gloomy and overcast. Bits of rubble have broken off, but for the most part, it's pretty intact, but everything looks abandoned. Again, there is no sign of looting or anything like that. Windows are intact. It just seems to be big bits of masonry from the outside that have fallen, although some parts of buildings have collapsed. Is there any dust? There's not. There's very faint bits of red sand here and there where it looks like it's maybe blown in. And there's no footsteps? No, not the way that you're taking. Guys, that's why the mirrors are still intact. What? Nat, why? Because they keep healing. Oh. Yeah, but why was the manor collapsed? Oh, so the house had been ransacked before the city got thrown into a different... Look, uh, Nat, you are so clever. That was more than the ransacking. It had fallen apart, right? It collapsed. Yeah, but like the the blood and the and the broken furniture and stuff. If that happened before it fell onto this planet dust bowl hellscape that it's on now. No offense, Findex. I know you live here. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> then maybe it's stuck in the state that it was in. When it got transported here. Yes, that's why a lot of the stuff, like the blood and the things, is fresh. Yeah. So what happened to the to the manor then? Well, the bits of it that have fallen down on the outside are the bits that have been damaged by the... Fo- oh, no, wait, that doesn't work with the mirrors. So what happened here before it got... Let's just go check out that, that the church and get out of here. Yes, let's. Yeah... I don't understand any of this. I want to go home. Well, the only way to get home is to find something in the, what is it, the learning chambers? Yeah, alright. Maybe if we find one of these violet drops, we can get home. Violet drops? That's interesting. Yeah, okay, let's go to the temple. Are we now just walking? Yep. Can I stealth? Because something moved down here. Yes, absolutely. Hey, Nat 20. Let's all stealth. Let's all fucking get our sneak on. Natural 20 on the rogue stealth. I got a 21. 24. Wow, we're invisible. Okay. 28. You three are silent. (laughs) Findex is not quite so silent. Classic Findex. (laughs) Steps through a fucking table again, did he? Get in the Bindex. (laughs) Wow. No, it just came to me. It's so good. Wow, genius. Touched. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, (laughs) So there's a little kind of of Findex from his armor kind of hitting off bits of him. And he's trying to be quiet, but he's not doing the best job. But the three of you are so stealthy that you're you're, you're holding him up uh, with it. As you guys approach the temple, you can see on the steps a little bit of something glinting. And as you get closer... Um, I think probably, Tara, your passive perception is 12 or 13, I believe, right? It's 12. 12. Um, yeah, you can see that it, it looks like it's maybe like a bracer, like a bit of metal, a bit of armor, like an, like an arm guard bracer. And Natalia and Nerium, as you get closer and you can see clearer through the gloom without dark vision of the same sort that Taro has, you also notice uh, that it is some sort of armored bracer that's just lying on the steps by the temple and seems to be just rocking just the tiniest bit. Why is this rocking? Somebody dropped it recently then. Well, I don't know, because this is what you saw, right? You saw something glinting. 
We've been walking a long time for it still to be moving. Oh, is it magic? Does it is it is it a bracer of constant rocking? That sounds like a very weird thing for someone to make. I mean, we've got a sticky hat on our hands, so Findex, fetch. Wow. <sighs> Fucking hell, that. Findex shoots you a look that is both baleful and terrified before he nods and he starts to move forward. And he gets like a couple of steps towards it before he suddenly kind of gasps and runs the last few steps and grabs it up. And he goes, I, I know this, this, this is armor. This is armor from the, this is our armor. And he turns it and you can see that there is the same insignia branded into the metal part of the arm, that, that, that crown of fangs. And he shows it to you and he goes, I, this is from one of the soldiers. So, well, it's metal, so... Oh, because you have uh, people who aren't lizards as well, don't you? And presumably they need a bit more in the way of hardware. No, no, I'm... No, the better you are, the better armor you get. I'm, I'm, I'm like lowest level, so we just get bits and pieces. But the people, the other... I remember I told you right at the beginning, the other three who got sent down here. Yeah. They are far, far more powerful than I am. They have metal armor. Well, they don't have all of it anymore. Yeah, they're the forgetful sort. Uh, do you reckon they just left it here? No, they would never. It's got the insignia of the queen on it. It, it would be treason to leave things like that lying around. Yeah, totally. And I'm sure everybody in the Queen's Guard has the same attitude to that insignia as you do. However, it is very odd that it's been left here and it's even more odd that it's still moving look if it's still moving maybe somebody just left it here right now so we should probably have a quick scope around just make sure yeah i want to check the surrounding areas with my i want to do a visual sweep same okay roll me a perception i'm using my perception eyes to perceive things and i got a 13 um while these guys are checking around the outside of the area Mm-hmm. Can I see, because there's archways into this building, I'd like to see if there's any sign of anything inside it, if I may. Okay. Yeah, please roll me a perception check. I also got a 13. 19. 19. Okay, so the two of you looking around the outside, nothing seems particularly out of place. Um, there doesn't seem to be anything that strikes you as unusual. You can see maybe like the very faint bits that maybe people were walking through here, but coming from the other way. If you imagine the third gate and you've gone up to the manor house and then across, they've just gone across from the third gate past the gallery to the temple that same way that you saw all the walking dude i'm gonna smile and nod at this point i don't fucking know what the layout is <laughs> that's fine you have a map but that's fine but you don't see anything out of the ordinary neri peering inside taking into account your your dark vision of 10 foot but also the gloom you can see that there is definitely things inside the temple what catches your attention is that the archways that lead in there's clearly quite a long corridor and you can see statues statues that you recognize because they are the universal cloaked hooded figures that seem to be kind of on their plinths and looking down through this walkway and you can see just as you peer in that there's definitely stuff in this temple but you can't make out much more than shapes hang on they're on plinths they're on like little is that the right word little like pedestals yeah pedestals 
Only that Nerium isn't used to those statues being raised up in any way. Yeah. Okay. But they do look familiar, except for there's so many of them and it's such a big place. Yeah. It's hard to see the features because you're far away. You're you're not close to them. Well, you wouldn't see the features anyway, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying anything yet because I'm getting weirded out. Is the coast clear? I don't know. Is it? Seems to be. Yes. Yes. Right. Are we um? Are we going in then? Uh, Wait. Does it look all right in there? Is there anything in there? Well, I can see some statuary. I can't see any weird curtains. And there's nothing moving. Are the statues just like like marble statues or? Yeah, pretty much. So okay, so it's. Until they kill us. Marvelous. What does the what does the the church look like on the outside? <laughs> so it's if you imagine you know like Greek um, ancient Greek temples type thing with lots of like columns and pe- and pillars. Yep. It's kind of like that, but there's a decorative layer of them, and then there's just stone walls, so you can't see inside the temple except through this arched doorway that seems to lead into this corridor that then opens up into this bigger room, the center of the temple. Is it like fairly run down on the outside or is it? Is it no, kinda... it's pretty, it's pretty well, it's pretty it's pristine pretty clean. actually. There's little bits where like corner bits have like fallen off. There's that same sense of bits of masonry having like fallen and shifted, but it's pretty intact. And one side of it is painted completely black. Hmm. Clean on the outside, cream on the inside, ice cream paint job. Let's go in. Okay, you said all of that in character. <laughs> How does Tara have this 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 strange knowledge, like this this eldritch knowledge of of the culture of, of faraway universes? Honestly, Tara never makes sense. Hey, hey yeah. Tara has Tara has a well-formed backstory that nobody cares about. I care about it. Just he never brings it up, and it does not include having we eldritch knowledge of of the music of of I don't know how to pronounce cent. his name, so I won't. It's not Fifty Cent. Oh. Okay. It's very good. I would like to go first if we're going into this uh, temple. I would like to hold a hand up and say, look, right, I'm little and I'm quiet. Just let me go in first and I'll wave and signal. All right, if you insist. Yeah. I mean, I thought you said it was fine in there. I'm sure it is. Are you sure you want to go alone? Should I come with you? No. Will you be all right? Yes. Do you want my sword? Findex, shut up and stand next to Nat. Okay. Can I roll to be suspicious? I don't think you need to fucking roll. You can roll insight, yeah. And then, Nerium, you can roll either deception or persuasion, whichever you'd prefer. Cool. Clean on the insight, cream on the outside. Oh, shit. Uh, that'll be a five. Oh, okay, let me, let me find my insight. Ooh. That's a 19. Oh, incisive. So, Nerium, what do you think you're holding back that Tara would see with... with- a 19 versus your 5. I know so, or suspect something about this place that wants me that makes me feel like it's my job to go in there first. I feel a connection to this place that makes me think it's really important that I'm the first one that goes in there. Is that so that's what I glean from Yeah, from... you yeah, you get that sense. There's something very much up. Okay, I'm going to go let let her go first, but I think once she starts going in, I'm going to slowly follow behind. Okay. That's fair. Uh, right, I will stealth in. Okay, roll me your stealth check. That's 18. I'm just going to watch the uh, entrance like behind us, okay. just to see if anyone's circling back or anything. When I walk in, 
Uh, I would like to reach into my pocket and take out the candle with the symbol of Shah on it. In fact, I'm not even going to take it out. I'm just going to put my hand in my pocket and hold it. Okay. I don't even know why, but it just feels like it might be comforting. DM here to say hello, I love you, and so many more things. We've got a couple of announcements tonight that I'm going to get through as quickly as possible while still being sincere and genuine, of course. That's always the key to this sort of thing, as I've been told. First of all, I just want to say thank you all so much for listening. We are just, again, so overwhelmed, so overjoyed. I'm going to keep banging on about this tonight, but we have just been absolutely overwhelmed with the response from you guys you know we're only 14 episodes in and it's just been incredible thank you so so much if you are listening and you are enjoying the show and you're on itunes you're on your phone your iphone your i whatever product and you have access to the itunes store please consider leaving us a review it only takes a couple of seconds and it really really helps us out itunes reviews go so deep into their algorithms and it shows us to more people who are maybe looking at other podcasts and it really helps us grow and we appreciate every single one so please do consider giving us an itunes review if you've got the time we have just finished our first Twitter giveaway in a while. We did one before, but we did another one now. Uh, congratulations to Porthos Duvalon. Porthos Duvalon. I have no idea if I'm saying that right, but I hope I am. Congratulations. You won our fantastic set of purple dice from d Dice UK. And speaking of d Dice UK, we have some super, super exciting news. We are so proud so overjoyed, so happy to announce that we are now officially affiliated with D&Dice UK. And what that means is that we have a special coupon code for you guys, which will give you a little bit of money off their dice, which are absolutely amazing. The code, all in caps, is Mortal Dice, all one word, M-O-R-T-A-L-D-I-C-E. We are also giving away a couple of sets of their dice. We just gave away one on Twitter. We've got another one that's like a media competition. And I've got a I've got a couple more sets to give away when I've decided what sort of giveaway I want to do. Their dice are absolutely gorgeous. They are super high quality. They come in these amazing like little jars or tins. You get a little potions card. When I ordered, I got all of these little extra goodies. They are so Awesome. And Grady, who is behind D&Dice UK, he's just so lovely. We are just so honoured to be affiliated with him. So please, please go and check them out. They are D&Dice UK on Twitter. Their website is www.dndice.co.uk. Again, you can apply our code, our coupon at checkout. If it's not working yet, give it a little bit of time to kick in. It is brand new. Um, let us know if it's not working, though, and we can sort that out. We're just so overwhelmed. D&Dice, thank you so much for being our affiliate. We are so proud to be affiliated with you. Make sure you go and check out some dice because the more dice that are bought through D&Dice with our coupon means the more dice I'll have to give away for free. And it just, it just also, can I be real? It makes us look good. So if you think you're buying dice, please head over to www.dndice.co.uk and check them out. Their sets are amazing. 
Speaking of giving dice away, we are also doing our media competition. So this one's very simple. You create a piece of media in quotation marks to do with our podcast, The Mortal Path. It can be fan art, fanfic, it can be music compositions, photography, playlists, interpretive dance, clay modelling, chalk murals, gift sets, anything at all. As long as it's to do with some aspect of the show. Make sure you tag us. Make sure you at us. Make sure you make sure we see it because we can't look at your entry if we don't see it. So at us on Tumblr and Twitter. Put it in the hashtag the mortal path on Twitter or the mortal path tag on Tumblr. Although tags can be sometimes a little bit funky. Make sure one of our official accounts interacts with it so that you'll know that we've seen it. And if you're thinking, mm, I'm not sure if they saw it, email it to us, themortalpath at gmail.com. We really, really want to see it. Don't be shy. We're going to judge the entries. We're going to vote on our favorite. Please make sure that you're comfortable giving us your shipping address and that you have permission to do so. Only entries posted after the 11th of May will be considered, but the deadline is July the 1st. You've got a whole month. We've had a couple of awesome entries. There's still plenty of time to get in, get creative, and win an amazing set of rainbow dice from, of course, our dear friends at D&Dice UK. I also want to say a huge thank you to a couple of people who've been interacting with us on Tumblr and Twitter. Science of Deduction, Fred Eye, Littlest Gacy. No, no, I keep saying that. It's wrong. I'm so sorry. It's Littlest Legacy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's not Littlest Gacy, Littlest Legacy. I said to myself before I recorded this, I said, Yumi, don't say Littlest Legacy. That's not what it is. No, no. Oh, no. I just that one like three times in a row. Okay, you, Littlest Legacy. We love you. Sorry that I messed that up so bad. Princess Tokyo Moon, Hum Hum, Isolated Phenomenon, Sylvium Z, Cron Darling, Sapphic Lynch, Tokoa, Splinters of a Broken Sun, Plus One, Pen of Smiting, Colin Subtle, Geometry Failure, Becca G, Franzi, It's Blue Rio, Nitty Fiend, Martin Lunenborg, great name, Ella, Taishal, and just so many more awesome people on Tumblr, on Twitter, have been interacting with us, chatting with us. We absolutely love it. Do not be afraid to reach out. We love to say hello. I want to say a huge thank you to Orion, who has been writing transcripts for our episodes. Episode 1 and 2 are fully transcribed and available on themortalpath.com. That's just www.themortalpath.com. You can find our transcripts all done by Orion. So please make sure you give him a huge thanks for doing such an awesome job. And I also want to say a huge thank you to Rachel Graff, who is, of course, a very, very talented composer who wrote our theme song, who wrote the track that once again makes a little reappearance here as our motley crew venture out into the Fallen City for a little bit longer. You can find her band camp. You can find her at www.rachelgraff.com. Check out her website. Check out her stuff. Her album, Sketching the Rain, is uh, pay what you want to download. It is absolutely fantastic. It's so atmospheric. I promise you, you'll find music in there to fit your D&D game. Thank you again for listening. We are just so grateful. Every time that you guys tweet about us, you talk about us on Tumblr, maybe in real life, it really, really helps us so much to grow because we don't have any advertising. We have, of course, our sweet, sweet affiliate, D and Dice UK, but we don't pay for advertising. So every time that you guys make a Twitter post, make a Tumblr post about us, you spread the word, it helps us out so so much so if you have a friend you think would like the show or if you have a social media account make a little post about us tell people say hey these people are doing really weird things they're making lots of mistakes with their mouths and it's quite funny sometimes also they play D&D for the most part so check that out just thank you so much our downloads have been just growing and growing it's just going so awesome the next episode is going to be a little bit special, a little bit weird. We're just breaking from our normal format just a little bit because of stuff that happened in the game. I think you guys are going to love it. 
I loved recording it. Don't know if I'm going to love editing it, but it was so fun to do. Uh, so yeah, thank you all so much. I love each and every one of you. I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode because it's about to get real buck wild up in here. As you step into the temple, you climb the stairs. Taro is following, I guess, maybe like 15, 20 foot behind, a little bit slower than you're going. And Natalia and Findex are both sort of on the base of the steps, the first step keeping a lookout behind. As they get further and further in, we'll follow. Okay, you're following again behind Taro, <laughs> so maybe another 25 or so yeah. foot behind Taro, just keeping a lookout. Both of, well, I say both of you, again, I mean me, roll perception checks as you're looking around for the outside, Natalia. That's a nat 20. Okay. Keeping that in mind. So I'm putting that aside for you, yeah? Okay. Nerium, as you step into this temple, you step past this almost like a wave of shadow. And this is something that you know well in in these temples. The architecture is built so that the light just stops suddenly and you step into the darkness. There is this feeling that washes over you of something very comforting. The sense of somewhere that you know pretty well and as you glance around you don't see a collection plate by the door but you do see these statues and from your stature from your vantage point you can see a little bit the faces underneath and while they don't seem to be as round faced as the uh portrait people you saw in the portrait as dexa and his husband and children they're not quite that same narrow elven face you're used to seeing. Hmm. But you see these little glimmers of purple, these little painted bits of violet under the hood. And you see little tips of ears that do look almost like um, pseudo-elvish. Hmm. Not quite the elves that you know and not quite the statues you've seen, but close enough that they seem familiar. And as you step through this corridor, there are four on either side and... and they all are slightly different they're all the same vague facial structure same figure but there's just little differences between them and as you look ahead you can see that there is this in the middle this huge stone circle um like like a flat circle and Mm -hmm. it looks like one of these plinths it looks like one of the same plinths but there's no statue on it there's nothing there and around it are circles of broken pews they look like they've been smashed up well that's the most familiar part of yeah. the temple that I've seen so far. You can also see beyond it what looks to be an altar of some sort. That one's much more raised. It almost looks like a kind of shed, almost, towards the back. But it's very ornate. It's, again, draped in these folds of carved stone that look like cloaks and shadow over it. And you can see candlesticks on either side. And it looks like where maybe somebody would preach from, from other temples that you've seen. But it's this huge, big altar that you imagine someone would have to climb up some back way to actually stand there. And all of these pews are in circles around this statue base thing. Mm. I mean, much like a random Catholic in a cathedral, I will walk up to the plinth and sit in one of the chairs and just put a hand to cover my eyes and quietly say to myself, Dark Lady, I don't understand this place. I know it's not what you would want. And 
I think I can feel you here and I don't understand it. I I hope this is part of your plan. And then I turn around and I turn to Taro and I shrug and I say, yeah, it looks fine. Okay, so you, at this point, you're like right in the middle of the temple and this is a huge huge building easily like a hundred foot in length this main uh bit of the the chamber easily it is huge so how far this is to taro and natalia how far does nerium get into the temple before you guys are following sort of to like that little statuey bit at least i was following about like 20 feet behind or something didn't we say mm. yeah i'll be a bit further about 40 okay so is nerium in the in the center of the pews yeah. Cool. So as Nerium sits down, bows her head, covers her eyes, and then turns back to you, at this point, you, Natalia, have, have reached that front doorway and you can see into this chamber as well, although it's not quite as clear for you, it is dim. And as Nerium turns around, there almost seems to be this gust of wind that comes from behind you, Natalia, flows over you, flows over you, Taro, and Nerium seems to kind of hit you and you watch as like Nerium's hair kind of waves in the wind and there is this sudden and all of this dust seems to rise from nowhere and it suddenly seems illuminated and all three of you see suddenly moving in the dust these kind of spectral visions of people in hooded cloaks these fish-like people with these wide round pale yellow eyes this stretched greenish blue skin over kind of very thin um stretched out forms and they are walking around and they seem to be talking and some are praying and they are living this normal life and it's completely silent in this chamber as you see these images like dreams in the dust and then suddenly they shift and there are different people in different places and they suddenly look around in panic and terror and you can see parts of the building shaking in this dust-like vision you can see huge bits of rubble collapsing inwards and one thing you notice as you look around is that there is this huge statue in the middle where there isn't one now it's just made of dust and light and then suddenly the vision of these people in panic rush towards you taro you natalia and they're barricading the door with bits of wood from the planks they are smashing up these pews to barricade the doors and then the dust settles and all of the visions fade what the fuck just happened well holy that doesn't look good for them at least have i got dust in my hair <laughs> no as you look around, there is no dust anywhere. Okay, good, good. I'm just patting to make sure. <laughs> Did you guys see that as well with the dust and the figures? Yeah, yeah. With the dust. I think I did. And the fish people. And this fucking statue. The enormous statue in the middle. Yeah. Where you're supposed to... Where the, where the talking... Where the... I, I, I don't know. Nerium. Yes. Why weren't you scared? Well, didn't you feel it as comforting as you came in? You didn't feel it like that before you went in, Nerium. No. Well, it's still... And what do you mean it's comforting? It's, it's just a room. Well, maybe it's a temple, Taro. I mean, you know, these the hallowed places. And, and I suppose I came in and I just felt that it wasn't as weird as I thought it was. So you... Walked past all these 
figures in robes into this huge open temple and thought that wasn't weird. Oh no, the huge open temple, well, I, I mean, I suppose it depends on what you're used to. What did the large figure in the centre look like? It looked like another one of these robed figures that looked like a similar statue to the ones on your left and right, just bigger, more ornate, more beautiful. There's something about the magic here. This, surely this must be intended. Whoever made this must intend for us to see all these dust creatures. I think maybe the deity of this temple wants to help us and is trying to show us what happened before the city fell, maybe. Maybe the statue was actually really the deity of the temple and and came to life and that's why it's gone because I don't see any remains of it on this disc or oh, like like half the stuff here it just mysteriously got broken oh Findex you don't know that um, anybody looted a massive statue from a temple on this level at any point do you no no no, I've never even seen anything like this. We don't have this. Here, do you have this where you are? Well, not exactly. Look, if if the people didn't make it here, then maybe the statue didn't make it here too. That's a really good point. You're clever, Taro, sometimes. <laughs> and apparently you're brave sometimes. Uh, uh, well, that's very kind of you. Thank you very much, Mr. Taro. Yeah, not sure I was being kind. Now... Who are these statues? The other statues? <laughs> I look completely innocent and unknowing. Roll me deception and both <laughs> yeah. of you roll me insight. Oh, fuck. Oh, what's with the twos on my deception? Five. Uh, ten. Twenty. Nice. Nat 20. <laughs> okay. Sweet. Yes, nat 20. Okay. Um, Taro, Nerium is definitely not letting on as much as she knows <laughs> you have the very 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 sure feeling that nerium is holding back a fair amount of information natalia you have traveled around enough to know when people maybe don't want to admit to things that that they follow or they believe um you have seen your fair amount of people kind of hastily praying to certain deities that are maybe outlawed in certain places and then very quickly hiding the evidence um, in fact, also roll me a religion check, Natalia, if you wouldn't mind. A religion check? Please. We're going for all the checks today. <laughs> well, that's a, uh, uh, that's a, that's a tasty, tasty now one. Oh, with, uh, nice. a plus zero to the modifier. <laughs> a stupid okay. roll. Oh, boy. Okay. So, that you have never really... Definitely saloon. You, <laughs> you have never really been one to remember deities and who they are, what they're worth. You kind of believe in making your own power a bit more it's, than... You know that it's Yu-Gi-Oh! The Snake King, though. <laughs> yeah. You're just kind of like, okay. But you get the very distinct feeling that maybe this is a deity that Nerium's a bit more familiar with than she's letting on. Uh, I think I'll have a little poke around. See if I can find any books or scriptures or anything. Yeah. I think I want to walk up to the, the altar thing. The shed. The ornate shed, as it's been referred to in the past. Yes, the beautiful shed. The beautiful okay. ornate shed. Where okay. I keep my beautiful tools. <laughs> okay. Uh, your tools of worship. Your well-polished tools. tools. My well-polished tool. 
Okay, your well-polished worship tools. Okay, as you two make your way into the temple, um, both of you get probably about as far as eh, about as far as Nerium at the statue base with Findex coming along with you. Uh, when two things happen in unison. Oh God! First thing is that all eight of the statues behind you suddenly step off their plinths and form this line that barricades the door. And you hear this kind of chunk, 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 chunk of stone. And as you <laughs> and as you look behind you, you all notice something else. And that is four or five uh, reasonably sized pebbles, chunks of rock, from the ceiling, about maybe 10 or 15 foot in front of you. All right, for, for my sins, I want to look up. Okay. Here we go. For for all of our sakes, please I'll, don't, do it. I'll take one for the team. Please don't avoid your sins. <laughs> Buddy. So, Taro is the first one to look up. And as you slowly tilt your head up, you see on the ceiling this huge bloated form of something that looks almost nebulous, full of rock and stone with these really horrible spindly legs shooting out of it, clinging to the ceiling. Motherfucker. And as you look at it, there is this kind of white, almost porcelain face. And it looks like half elven, half something like these fish people with these huge, pale, violet glowing eyes and these long ears and this kind of very straggly, weird black hair. And its face rotates 360 degrees, moves on its body to stare right down at you. And then a mouth on the body opens wide and there's this kind of noise from above you, which alerts the rest of you that something is right above you. What do you want to do? I mean, before that noise was made, I was going to, because I was turning around to face them, I was going to run towards those moving statues and go, no, we're friends, we're friends, we walk beside you, it's sisters in shadow, we're friends. Okay, is that what you still do? Yeah, and then I probably get cut off three words into it. Yeah, you start, you take like, you run about 10 foot, you start going, we're friends, we're friends, and then there is this horrendous noise from above you. Uh, shit. Whoa! (laughs) Right, let's spread out. No! I fucking cling to Nat because I do not want to spread out. (laughs) Tara's bolting for the, for the altar thing. Okay. Are there any other exits? There don't seem to be any other exits. Hmm. So Taro starts running towards the altar, and as he does so, and you two are kind of speaking to each other in this moment, this creature on the ceiling moves hideously fast, and all of its legs move, like, out of sync and in a way that they should, and it... (laughs) (laughs) It follows Taro along the ceiling, and it makes this second noise almost of warning. And Taro, as you get close to the altar... One thing catches your attention. One? Really? One one specific thing by the side of the altar catches your attention. Just almost tucked away behind the rock of the carved cloak, you see a head. And it's the head of something that looks like it was probably probably lizard-like, except it's not looking in the best condition. (laughs) And this little bit of armor and blood 
buy it. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Findex, I think we found uh, your friends. Findex, <laughs> at this point, is kind of like somewhere between Utaro and that and uh, Nerium, holding his sword up and just kind of going, as usual, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking mood, Findex. Mood. Uh, I guess we should help him. No, I think we should get the fuck out. Uh, Taro, come back here. That is the door. That is the door. That is where we are headed. I think, I think I'm going to use my momentum. I want to continue behind it. I need to okay. check the back out. I need to. Okay, you keep running. There are two more heads. Uh, Little bits of armor, scraps of leather and chewed metal and nothing else. But you do see kind of sunk carved into the rock what looks like a very heavy stone door i'm gonna be following taro at this point i'm gonna start taking up running following taro okay findex is following you three start running towards this creature goes along the ceiling and starts descending the wall opposite the altar and coming like round back towards you guys uh i feel like nat might need to make a strength check because i am holding on to the back of her frock but i am not running after her okay nat make me a strength <laughs> check <laughs> oh god i am like the tin cans on the back of a car when people get married <laughs> 12 Trump, you're you're moving slowly your dress is kind of as the material is getting Mary. really pulled mary what are you we doing we need to get out of here we need to get out of here let's stay together oh, i don't like it mary <laughs> i slap her God damn it. That's smart. Right. Concentrate. <laughs> we need to commit to a one thing at a time. For now, let's follow Taro. <laughs> so he's going the wrong fucking way. I'm running already towards Taro, and I'm okay. shouting that as I do it. He's going the wrong fucking way. Why are we following Taro? When has Taro ever had a good idea? <laughs> as you guys start heading towards Taro, <laughs> this creature has now descended the wall, oh. and Taro, it's oh. like... 30 foot from you at this point and its head is moving along its body to kind of oh, keep eye contact with you although the face is different oh. angles alright this is it I'm going to take the chance I'm just going to run at the door thing and just attempt to just run through it that's my attempt <laughs> this is this is all I can think to do at this point you... if not I'm doomed Okay. It's so bad. I'm going to platform it's 9 so and 3 quarters this shit and it's going to go fine <laughs> Roll me a d20. Oh, no, that's a bad one. Here we go. Here we go, y'all. It's a natural 20. It's a natural 20? It's a natural 20. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. You run into this door, and your very puny little body that kind of lets out this little noise from the harmonica at the back from the, the force of air going through honk. as you hit this stone The saddest little honk. You smash against the stone door and you feel this kind of winded pain, but the door moves an inch forward and it is so huge and heavy. And as the door moves an inch forward and you feel, my God, I don't know how I even managed to move that, this thing is so heavy. This creature is suddenly over you and everything goes black. <laughs> uh, okay. I unleash a blast at it. Okay, roll me an attack. Nope, I missed. Okay, what was what was your? Uh, that was a three plus a six or a nine. Yeah, no, you in your panic as this creature kind of undulates and kind of woof, over tarot. You release this blast of eldritch energy that pss, off one of the high walls of the temple and fizzles out into nothing. Nerium. As I see it go past and, yes. and go away, I go. Uh, 
over here. That face turns, swivels around the body to look at you. Ah! It's a weird, crazy spider thing and it's got purple eyes, but I don't like the white face. I will throw a dagger at it. Okay, which one are you throwing? Uh, my no, my original one, okay. the one that Melvin gave me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 17. That is a hit. Roll oh, your, your damage. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's eating taro, so presumably I get sneak attack. I don't. Well, that's for if it's being threatened. No, it's <laughs> an ally is engaged. I would say my ally is engaged with the creature. That's a different kind of fanfic. <laughs> I kind of think it's DM's rule. Like, <laughs> the head is like rotated around to look at us. It's not like you be particularly sneaky. Do you know what? Because of Nat's uh, and the look over here, I'll say that its attention is currently on Nat, not you. So I will give you a sneak attack on this one. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. I'll take it. Fuck it. I'm having that. Uh... Carry the three. That is eight damage. Eight damage. Okay. We're, we're fine, guys. We're going to take it down. Roll me initiative, all three of you. <laughs> hey, do I get a bonus action? I thought I was, like, zombied. I thought I was out. I thought I was gone. You can get a bonus action. Uh, for my bonus action, I will let the fuck go of Natalia's dress okay. and hide. Eight. Okay. On my front. Five of your teens. I'm 11. Top of the order. Natalia, it's your go. I am going to... How far away from it am I? 20, 20 feet. Oh, save us now. I am going to look, like, scared for a second or so, and then a look is going to sort of come across my face with this steely determination, and I'm going to go, no, get off my friend, fuck you, and then uh, run to the side and launch another Eldritch Blast at it. Okay, roll me an attack. 24. Taro, you also hear this. It's kind of muffled, but you can hear Natalia saying these things. They're such such foul words. Have I been bored at this point? Like, is that am I in the body of the beast? <laughs> I'm gonna do a tasty two. Uh, no, four damage. Four damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, so I'm running to like over. You got so you let out this eldritch blast, and this one hits, and it hits right in the center of the face, and this creature pulls back and you can see it kind of shying away from the light that your eldritch blast has created and it lights up the room for a second you see these leaping shadows these broken pews this desecrated sacred place and it seems to kind of be shying away from the light and you have a feeling that your your blast there did maybe a little bit more damage uh than you were expecting as it kind of twists its face away from you round the side of its body (laughs) but as it pulls back you don't see Taro. It is the creature's go. The creature turns and starts to make its way up the wall again. It gets about 20 foot up the wall, and that's all it does on its turn. Nerium. Did, is my dagger stuck in it? Uh, yes, it will be if it hits. Yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, can I glance over my shoulder and see what the statues are doing? Have they moved? They are standing there with their heads bowed, and as you look at them with your passive perception, you see what looks like tears falling. Oh. Huh. Right. Yeah. I'm going to throw knives at it. Yeah, I don't think I want to get any closer. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that is a 12. 12 does not hit your dagger Ka-ching! off the stone wall. You see this little kind of flurry of sparks that go by it. Roll me a d20. 
That's another six. Okay. So you catch sight of your shadow on the ground, which is weird because there isn't a light source particularly for your shadow, but you can see your shadow and it's holding something in its hand and then the shadow kind of disappears into the darkness and your gaze is brought back up to this creature. Taro, you are in this dark and you're kind of floating somewhere and you don't feel any pain, but you're not really able to move and you hear this voice that kind of echoes around your head and it goes, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. (laughs) I mean, that's putting it gently, but yeah. What do you want to try and do? Uh, uh, Hello? Hello, hello. We don't quite meet, meet, meet again, again, but almost, almost, almost. That's, uh, do, do you know me? Do I know you? Yes, yes, yes. And no, no, no. You've seen me, seen me, seen me. Once, once, once. The magic, magic, magic is stronger, stronger. Yeah, I don't really get the whole magic thing. I'll be honest, it's, I'm pretty, not too happy about, about developments with this whole magic thing. Not the most fond of it. I understand, stand, stand. Some gifts, gifts, gifts are not immediately received, received, received. No, I'm pretty sure I got the gift. It's just maybe I'd like the receipt. (laughs) You hear a chuckle, you hear... (laughs) In the darkness. And the voice goes again. In time, in time, in time. I think you'll grow to like it, like it. I gave it to you, after all, all. And that is the end of your turn. That's as far as you get on your turn. Cool. It's Findex's go. Findex, in a complete fucking panic, whom I didn't put on the map. Yeah, I noticed Shit. that. I noticed he was missing. Nobody else did, apparently. Well, actually, nobody else said anything. Neither did I. This is going to be Findex, then. <laughs> is that Garfield? <laughs> yeah, that was Garfield. So I think he was probably about there. Uh, Findex is going to rush up to the spider thing, and he's going to throw his sword up at the spider thing and the sword goes up in the air arcs and clatters back down behind the altar at which point he just raises his hands in the air and just goes ah Darrow <laughs> and that's all he can do on his turn he, his catchphrase is just <laughs> ah yeah. which is actually the evolved form of eh. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly he's a lizard a few words and many emotions <laughs> Nah, it's your go. I, I use a free action to roll my eyes and whisper, fucking stupid lizardman. <laughs> <laughs> After this evil spider creature thing has ascended, mm-hmm. did we see Taro's body lying there? No, there's nothing. You can't Shit. see anything of Taro. In that case, I'm just going to launch another Eldritch Blast at this thing. And okay. See if I can't shake it loose. Nope. That's a nine. A nine. Okay, this again, this Eldritch Blast goes wide off the walls. You're getting a better hang of it, but you've never had to use so many in quick succession. It's actually, it almost burns your hand, your fingertips. The ones that are stained red, they tingle and ache. Like there's a cramp in them from using all this magic so quickly when you're not used to it. Anything else on your turn? Uh, no. This creature is going to climb another 30 foot up the wall. It's now reached where the wall meets the ceiling. Nerium. 
So it's 50 foot up. It is now 50 foot up. I can still throw at it, but it's with disadvantage. Taro, my love, I'm real sorry. I'm going to run over to the statues. We're friends! I'm telling you, we're friends! Please help us! As you say that, in unison, all the statues look up at you. And you can see now these kind of elven faces with these tears kind of running down their face. And as one, they move and they point to the creature behind you. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> That's what I want to help with. Roll me a d20. <laughs> 11. I should just say roll me a perception check. Perception Sorry. check. Okay. Uh, 16. As they reach up and point, their, their hands are definitely pointing. But again, you see these shadows fall on the ground where there shouldn't be. And they are all holding something that looks cylindrical and thin. And as they're looking up at this statue, it's almost as if there is some form of light upon them. I pull the candle of shot out of my pocket. Okay. And I go, matches, matches, that, matches. Okay, I think that's probably the end of your turn to do that. Taro! Hey, uh, is this all just just part of what happened back back in the beginning? Not quite, quite, quite. Although you were brought to our attention, 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 afterwards, words, words. We felt it, it, it. Yeah, you're not the only one. It's been difficult, difficult, difficult. We've been watching, watching, watching. It's hard to start again, again, again. Well, I wouldn't say again. <laughs> You're right, right, right. It's hard to start, start, start. So, uh, do I just stay here now? Is this, is this just how, it, how it's going to go? No, 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 no. We are doing our best, best, best to protect you, you, you from it, it. It's taking a lot off us, off us, off us. Our magic, magic, magic is fading, fading, fading. Oh, uh, is there anything I can do, I suppose? We hope so, 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 so. And that's the end of your turn. It's Findex's go, and he makes an attempt to climb the wall, <coughs> manages to scrabble up about a foot and falls back down on his ass, basically. And just is kind of going, ah, at the wall and being entirely fucking useless. Nat, it is your go. Now, do I have anything to actually light the candle? Yeah, I, w- I reckon that I only gave you two matches. That was unkind. This isn't Fallout Okay. Ball. You have a box of matches. <laughs> the matches have duplicated <laughs> due to time travel. <laughs> due to the magic here. <laughs> Where did the matches come from, actually? Canonically, if the matches rejuvenated... <laughs> no. Oh, okay. You just have a box of matches. God damn it! Match lobby wins again. I'm going to, I'm going to hurl another eldritch blast up at this thing. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna, I'm gonna hurl one match. Like, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a nat twenty. Nice. No, we okay. got shooters. Are you holding your sword at the same time? Yes. Okay. Roll me your damage. Twenty. You 
take this half step back and you center yourself. And now that you're getting used to this magic, you feel it building and building and you release this blast that's twice as big as any other that you've shot out. And it crashes into the side of this creature and knocks this huge chunk of it. Two legs seem to hang broken from its side. But what kind of catches your attention more than that is the fact that your sword that you've been gripping tightly in your other hand, the entire blade has suddenly into flame and then goes out again and is just kind of smoking gently as you hold it. Oh, I hardly need uh, a match. Mario, quick. I, I run over. Okay, yeah, I'll let that happen here. Your sword's still alive. <laughs> I, I hold the candle out as far from my face as possible. Going, <laughs> you take this swing at it with your flaming sword. Uh, your flaming sword. That's very cool. Your flaming sword and the candle into flame. And this light grows and grows and grows until it is blinding to all of you and it takes over the entire room and as you're squinting through the light this creature its face swivels around to meet you and as you look at it it smiles and the body starts to crumple inwards and it falls from the ceiling and as it hits the ground and the light fades at the same time vindex needs to roll a deck save (laughs) natural fucking 20 yeah what a guy he's so good at running away as the dust clears you actually see vindex who has kind of managed to catch taro as this stone creature has smashed against the floor and he is kind of like lying dazed on the floor holding the unconscious body of taro in the rubble and you're in a bridal carry yeah yeah no it's not a fireman's lift so i guess um kind of more of a you know catching from the from the air type thing and your candle is just burning gently as a normal candle does (laughs) he's doing the simba yeah (laughs) (laughs) the circle of life not quite because they are both on the ground it's 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 a horizontal simba but not as elegant because Taro is unconscious. Uh, no, that, that's a move. That's a. <laughs> oh no! I, I rush over to rush over to him. My candle. My Taro. Oh! <laughs> oh! 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 